we lost a listener of this podcast, and I hate that, by the way. It really makes me sad. When anytime anyone decides not to continue with our little podcast fam that we've worked really hard to build, by the way. If you're still here after two years, man, that's really impressive. Something was said on yesterday's show that made them say, I'm not even going to say it's a guy or girl, made them say I'm, uh, that made them say I no longer want to support this, but I want to see if possibly you agree. In the first five minutes, we'll discuss this today on the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. What up? Man, today is a doozy, isn't it? Um, Well, technically, this is the second day um, of this shorter week. But right now, as I'm recording this, this is the the Tuesday after the 4th of July and um, the holiday. I'm just... I'm a little sleepy. A little sleepy, guys. Three principles on this podcast. Live, laugh, love your mom. We live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot, and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. Well, we lost a podcast listener. That makes me sad. Oh. Um, I want to run. I want to read this message. No names. I'm going to read this message, though, and see if maybe we have the wrong perspective here. Because after yesterday's episode, I came in here giving this country kind of a hard time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just didn't didn't feel patriotic on the 4th, kind of disappointed with where the country is. Mm-hmm. And I got this letter. Or this, it wasn't a letter. <laughs> I got this letter <laughs> in the mail. I got this uh, this DM. It says, I've listened to you since your San Diego days on the radio and every day religiously since you started CMB. Sorry about mom's wife. Um, but... What you said on your podcast today really made me disappointed. Disappointed enough to no, no, no longer listen. To say that you were embarrassed by our country is so bad. I am military, and I've served two tours in Afghanistan over the last decade. I've sacrificed tirelessly to keep the, all the benefits that we have as Americans intact. It's disappointing that you and other people only want to look at the few current issues at hand while taking the freedoms that you were granted at birth lightly. The reason that we are able to speak freely on the radio or a podcast is because you're an American. The same with choosing your leader or giving women many, many more rights in other countries. I hope you'll consider that um, when you say you're no, you're not proud of this country. Um, wait, sorry. I hope you'll consider that saying you're proud of a country that I and tons of other people have fought to tire, uh, tirelessly to keep free. Um. And that just that hit me. First off, I'm trust me. This is not my first. I'll never listen again. And you know what's funny about I'll never listen again messages mm. is usually they listen again. So if you're here, welcome, uh, welcome back. Thanks for giving this another chance because you know again every every um, opinion, every viewpoint is welcome here. Even though my mom and I may not share it, uh, we try to think as open mindedly as possible. Mm-hmm. Not here to change anybody's mind. Not here to um, you know, make you feel uncomfortable by listening to this podcast. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I started thinking about that earlier today and I was like, man, is, are we looking at this the wrong way? Are we taking the few things that we don't like about our country? Right. Like mm-hmm. everything and everyone's right now, it's like gun control is the big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we talk about the um, abortion ban, things like that. Right. Mm-hmm. While discounting that, you know, mm-hmm all the other freedoms that we do get as Americans. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, the right, it's true. The right to vote, uh, mm-hmm. the right to free speech, um, mm-hmm. the right to bear arms, which, you know, 
not my favorite of them, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's true. Like so many other things that like we, that we do get mm-hmm. that maybe I didn't take time. And I did, I actually got a lot of messages from you guys talking about uh, more, some more DMS talking about this. You felt the same way mm-hmm. about how you're just not happy with their, where this, you know, this country is and you know, the direction it's going. Mm-hmm. Mom, what do you think about that? Um, I think that both of those viewpoints are valid. I mean, you and I were discussing how we personally feel this year about the 4th of July mm-hmm. and the reasons why. And, um, you know, goodness gracious, I, I think we both agree that this is a great, still the greatest country in the world. We mm-hmm. were just talking about our dissatisfaction with the world we're living in right now, not denying the privileges that we have. Mm-hmm. And the reason that we have them are because of heroic figures like this person and your dad and others that have fought for our freedoms. Um, but I think you and I would be the last to say that we don't believe that this is the greatest country in the world and we'd rather live somewhere else. I um, just wonder how I would that's... feel like if I was military mm-hmm. and I had gone and sec- they do they sacrifice. I mean, I think radio life is uh, freaking crazy. <laughs> I think, yeah, I mean, no they, they're literally it's forced really to move terrible. every two years. Yeah. Um, and it's really, uh, it's tough, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's a tough life. And yeah, I can't imagine deployment, you know, my buddy Dan's military and mm-hmm. watching him, Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, that sucks. But like, mm-hmm. it's true. Like, we do have so many things. I don't know. Maybe that's part of the privilege of being American is being able to be spoiled a little bit, you mm-hmm. know, like being able to speak out about issues that we're not happy about. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I didn't mean to come across as ungrateful or unthankful mm-hmm. or, um, but, you know, and, and maybe that was taking the few things that I don't like about our country mm-hmm. and making that my full attention. I don't know. I'm struggling. I'm struggling with that thought because I'm just not happy with it. But mm-hmm. there, I tell you what, there's not another country I'd rather live in for sure. Everyone's no. like, I'm moving to Canada. I'm moving to Canada. It's funny. I, I met a guy when I went down to um, Costa Rica with my brother when I got let go from um, uh, San Diego radio station. And he was like, everybody wants to move to Canada, but I'm telling you right now, universal healthcare is not what you think it is. Mm-hmm. It's not what you think it is. Everybody wants to come over for healthcare. It's not mm-hmm. what you think it is. It's just funny. Perspective is just funny, right? Like mm-hmm. we always think it's, you know, so I don't know. I want to bring that to everyone's attention and maybe make you think, does that make you feel differently? Mm-hmm. If you take that perspective and put it, you know, well, mm-hmm. there, are, there are a lot of damn things I do like about this country. Um, well, there I are. need to do a, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's I need to a lot a, to be uh, grateful for. I need to do a wellness check today on everyone's dogs to see how they're doing after mm-hmm. the 4th of July. I know that we're kind of two days out now for 4th and this gets released, but I want to know how everyone's dogs did. Um, mm-hmm. I was kind of sad because Kiki wasn't upset. Um, I Kiki typically, that's my chihuahua, she doesn't do well with fireworks. And so on uh, Fourth of July night, I went down. Like I said, I was going to go watch this orchestra play. The Baltimore Symphony Orchestra was playing um, over at this park right next to my um, 
right next to my condo. Mm-hmm. And I, I really, I told you I'll stay about 37 minutes. I stayed like 37 minutes. That was it. And I came back and I laid in bed. I kind of like pre went to sleep because the fireworks not, weren't until 930. So I went down there, <laughs> took a nap, did that, <laughs> came back up here, just kind of lounged in bed for a minute. And then I went to my rooftop of my, of my apartments or my condos. Mm-hmm. And watch the fireworks for the 13 minutes that they were. Mm-hmm. And then I went back in. I was like, man, I bet Kiki's going to be a mess. Kiki passed out. Mm-hmm. Like, like good, did not, I, I, the fireworks did not phase her. And I realized it's pr- because she can't hear them this year. Right. It's like the first year that like she didn't, mm-hmm. um, you know, probably couldn't hear completely. Yeah. So I know something that was kind of sad. Like I was, I was mm-hmm. like sad. She wasn't distressed. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. it's a weird backwards way of thinking i know but mm. it was just kind of a weird like why aren't you because you can't hear them and i don't like that mm. i don't like that how did the dogs do at the lake mom um well you know ellie's oblivious to it and when he, ellie's my sister's dog who's yes, how old is she she's six months not quite a year yet okay um and she's a a rescue lab and she's just full of life and nothing phases her so she yeah. was like mm. What is like the TV was on, you know? Yeah. Um, she ignored it. But Winnie had a really, Winnie, your brother's dog. Who is 10 ish? She's 12. Yeah, okay. she's 12. She had a really hard time and she didn't used to, but now, I mean, she was shaking. She yeah. wouldn't eat. She wouldn't go outside. She, um, when they went upstairs to go to bed, she, kind of crawled under a table and sat up against the wall. Um, mm-hmm. And then she so threw sad. up at three o'clock in the morning. No. You know, she's mm. been a mess. But I was yeah. reading today about that. And they were saying that the reason that dogs are triggered is because it affects their fight or flight reaction. You know, like they hear those sound noises, they those loud noises, and they're not sure what to do with them. They don't really understand what they mean. Mm, and well, they, that's true. I mean, think yeah. about it. How could they? How could they be like, oh, it's 4th of July, right. obviously. Exactly. So yeah. it's frightening because they don't understand it. It's just loud yeah, noise to them. Now, why it never bothered Winnie until recently, you know, no one really understands. But they were yeah. saying that one of the best things you can do for your pet is to give them CBD oil mm. to help calm them down a good while before. Yeah, maybe midday or whatever. But hopefully, um, hopefully your dog survived. Hopefully they. uh, It's got. It's a tough day for dogs, man. I hate it for them. Um, But uh, hopefully everybody had a good fourth. As Mm -hmm. we're you know kind of catching up. I know the timing's kind of weird of these episodes because we record them the day before, and so you never quite know what time it is. And anyway, Um, all right. But it is Wednesday and a time of release, at least. And (laughs) we are going to do mom tent. This is my mom's favorite thing from the internet this week. When we first started the show, she was always sending me kind of this, like all these like j- n- newsletters and let's talk about this. And I, and I appreciate it. Don't get me wrong. She was trying to help because it was like really, first off, this podcast when we first started, go back to the early episodes. I mean, it was a mess. You know, we were just trying to figure out what things to talk about. I, would, <laughs> I, I feel like I, t- I talked forever. I looked down, it'd be like three minutes and I was like, oh my God, like how am I going to feel <laughs> 10 times this amount? Mm-hmm. Um, so I appreciated it. But I was like, listen, let's let's cut it back. To your absolute favorite thing from the internet this week, and we'll call it Mom Tent. So, mm-hmm. what do we have this week? Well, I don't know. First of all, that it's my favorite thing, 
Because if I talked about my favorite things, most of your listeners would not be interested. It'd be Jesus. (laughs) It might be, or something related. It'd be Jesus-based. Related to that, for sure. Um, But I was thinking about your comment about we never talked about anything. And I was Mm -hmm. talking to Maggie about that. And she said, we talked all the time. And I thought, isn't that interesting that, you know, I think girls just talk more to their moms or their Mm. dads than boys. Mm -hmm. I think boys are more shut down and closed up about their feelings. And so I was just doing a little research on that. And I came across um, this article in Psych Central about notable differences. This is not about talking, but notable differences in male-male relationships and female-female relationships. Mm, Okay. So two guys and two girls Uh and the difference between the two. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Male-male relation or friendships are side to side, fostered and maintained through shared activity. And I thought about you and Dan. You know, you and Dan are always planning trips together. I know you all talk, but you're always planning trips. Mm, I see what you're saying. We we like we do things. Guys do things together. Uh It's more of like a hey, what do we have? Do we enjoy doing these things in common? Uh huh. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's true. Um, Female-female relationships are face-to-face, fostered and maintained through intimacy, communication, and support. And, you know, I know from my female friends, we support each other in, you know, a really profound way that I don't think I would ever have with a male. Mm -hmm. Um, And you even think about your relationships because you have a lot of female friends. Right. Think how different those are than your male. Well, yeah, maybe... Maybe because I am more of an emotional male uh-huh. that, and I don't enjoy, and this is interesting, I've never really thought about this before, mm-hmm. but since I don't enjoy the stereotypical male things, mm-hmm. football, mm-hmm. Uh, fast cars, mm-hmm. uh, sports, uh, mm-hmm. going out drinking, mm-hmm. that's probably why I do have way longer female relationships like mm-hmm. all my long-term relationships for sure are all female i don't have yeah. except for dan i don't have a lot of long-term male relationships i usually stay with that what, yeah, whatever that activity is that i'm doing that club that i'm with at the time or whatever okay mm-hmm. yeah. yeah 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 and you know that's interesting too because when i was working i enjoyed working well i enjoyed working with women too but i had more male relationships in business than i did female interesting i don't know why and why do you think that is well i don't know i just i related more to men in business than i did did women mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and there were you know being at a ceo level even in health and human services that you know i associated with a lot of men in my peer group right um, so that's um, interesting male male relationships are less intimate than female female friendships mm-hmm. for sure true uh, male-male re- friendships are less fragile than female-female friendships. E.g., men will consider someone a friend even if they do not maintain or stay in constant contact. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, most of my guy friends, I'm like, yeah, that's my, I haven't talked to him in like two years. I'm like, yeah, that's my friend, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'll, I'll connect you guys or whatever. Yeah. And I can still hit a guy up, I feel like, at any time. Yeah. 
and be like, Hey, what's up, man? How are you? Anyway, you know, and just kind of move on and, and still be considered like a friend, you yes, know? Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But women, mm, no, they, you know, they want to know. <laughs> I haven't heard from you. Yeah, for exactly. Three months. Where have you been? Where in the hell have why you been? Why haven't you contacted me? <laughs> yeah. That is kind of funny. Yeah. And that's the next one emotional attachment females have and desire a strong emotional attachment with persons they perceive to be a friend and men, not so much. Um, Men are more likely to remain friends after an argument or a fight, whereas women are not. Oh, I know women don't. Uh -uh. (laughs) Yeah. Guys were kind of like, yeah, go ahead. Uh, You know, they're like cat fights. And I think that's one thing I enjoyed about men in the workplace (laughs) Was men just get over it and move on? Yeah, but women, I'm, not, I'm not a big, oh I'm not boy. a big, yeah, mover honor. But oh. I, it is true. Like guys, we can like butt heads, and about 20 minutes later, we can be cool, yes. like with no problem. Yes. Some of my female friends, I'm still not talking to you over something that happened, you know, 13 years ago. Like it's just, mm-hmm. it, it is a different. A, y'all, y'all just, y'all just remember things a lot longer than oh, we do. I feel and hold like grudges, you know? yeah. hold grudges. I mean, yeah. just much ado about nothing. Uh, yeah. So much right, of the give time. Me, give uh, me one more three, and then we'll put the rest. More. Okay. okay. Um, women are more likely to refrain from taunting and humor out of fear it may hurt their friend's feelings. Whereas guys will poke fun at, at people. I know that's a big problem you have with Maggie. You know, you're poking fun at her a lot and she's taking it all so personally into heart and you're just, you know, you don't mean just it. Just messing around. Yeah. 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 Um, I'll, uh, one thing I want to add to this conversation, because yeah. I think that a lot of people are going to, people always disagree with me. I don't know if you feel this way when it comes to your relationship or not, but I hate the notion that men and women can't be friends without it being romantic or sexual. Yes. <laughs> I, I deal with that all the time. Everyone's like, how do you have so many female friends? And actually today's article actually kind of summed it up a lot better. I think because I am much more emotional and like uh-huh. to have way deeper conversations and I don't really do the stereotypical quote unquote male things. Right. That what I do, obviously what I'm bonding over is more of like emotional things then, right? Which is yes. something that females tend to do. Yes. I can't tell you though, I can't tell you how many female friends that I have that A, I've never slept with or B, have no real desire to sleep with. Yeah. There's, there's a, a very long roster of these. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm honestly, I'm hesitant. It's one of the things I really am. Uh, I don't know if hesitant's the right word, but, but one thing that I am not willing to compromise mm-hmm. in my next relationship uh-huh. is being able to keep my female friends. Yeah. Uh, because I realize how important they are to me. You know, yes. I realize how close we bond. Right. And how it is different than most relationships that I have with any male. Even mm-hmm. Dan, who I love, you know, mm-hmm. is been friends since fourth grade. Right. It's still a way different relationship, you know? Yes. Uh, so I am. Um, Mom, how do you feel about that? Guy, male, can guys and girls be friends? Can men and women be friends without it being sexual? Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I had, like I said, when I was working, I had more men friends than, than women and I wasn't sexually attracted to them. And I doubt they were sexually attracted to me. We just enjoyed <laughs> each other's company, you know, you know, it's so we funny. Like, I'm, common. 
talking out one side of my mouth and the other one, I'm like, I swear to you, I can never date somebody that had all male friends. Couldn't do it. <laughs> That's true. She can have one uh-huh. and I must screen him first to make sure. <laughs> and you're going to go out with them every time they go and out. And I will. Yeah. They, if I'm not with them, they must keep it on FaceTime the whole time to make sure. <laughs> Perspective is so funny, silly. right? It's so Perspective is funny. I, uh, it is. It's so yeah, silly. I'm fine. Listen, I'm fine with having multiple female friends. I ain't going to sleep with them, but I'm sure you're going to screw around with all your male friends. I know <laughs> That's it. That's right. Exactly. I absolutely know what I you're know up to, all, you shady. Yeah, I know they're all sexually motivated. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm on yep. to you already. So. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Let's get to our quote for today, Mom. <laughs> okay. Um, it's from James Baldwin. To accept one's past, one's history, is not the same thing as drowning in it. It is learning how to use it. An invented past can never be used. It cracks and crumbles under the pressures of life, like clay in a season of drought. And that's from The Fire Next Time by James Baldwin. And, you know, I'm sure that what he's reflecting on as a black man is, you know, the history of, of race. Um, but that could apply to, to anyone's history, really. I think I'm a little confused on the meaning. So what, what's your interpretation of that? Mm-hmm. So to accept it is not the same thing as drowning in it. It's like just to, oh, woe is me. And I can't do, I can't change this. I can't do anything about it. This is the way things have always been in our family or I can't do this because I'm black. I can't do this because I'm an immigrant. I can't do this because I'm a white female. I can't do this. It's it's about mm. learning how to use that history and the things the hardships that you've, that you've been learned given from it to make yourself a better person. Mm. And the part about an invented past, let's don't glaze over it. And pretend it was something. That yeah, I was going to say because I got wasn't. a little defensive there for a second. I was like, you know, I think that. I can't imagine you and I will never be able to imagine what it's like to be come up in a black family, a Hispanic family, mm-hmm. uh, you I'm know, every, all the, in any way, shape or form. Yeah. Like the no. pains that came with that. No. Um, I used to have a really hard time with this. I used to be very ignorant and I was like, you know, Miguel and I, my old co-host and I used to have conversations off the radio about like, why is there, why is there BET? Like y'all want equality? Why is there a black entertainment? Why is there a black Miss America? I didn't get it. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand why there needed to be. It's like, mm-hmm. we can't, we can't preach equality. And also, but then I realized because you have to be able to celebrate and your history. Yeah. Your history and yes. the hardships that you're, you have come from, right? Yes. Like I will never, no one in my family line will be able to tell you what it was like to be, um, a black family that was discriminated against. No. And then of course, you know, um, but I can tell you there are things that my grandma said, mm-hmm. you know, granny Yancey, God uh-huh. rest her soul. Uh-huh. Um, she's not here to speak for herself. So uh-huh. um, I'll be careful. Get mm-hmm. struck by lightning. Mm-hmm. I die in the next 24 hours is definitely granny Yancey. Um, <laughs> uh, but there's things that, that she, that I would like hear her say, mm-hmm as a kid that like were rooted in things that happened a hundred years ago. Yes. But like my mindset would be set to that's what it was because that's just what I absorbed as a kid. Mm-hmm. Right. Because um, my granny said so. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's just what I thought it was, you know, mm-hmm. same with my dad. My dad would say mm-hmm. some things that I'm like, it's not how it is, mm-hmm. but I grew up with that because that's just what I was around. And mm-hmm. so that's just kind of what the, the formation. So I will never, I'll never know that. No. Um, 
but I do agree. I do, you know, it's, it's hard to speak on this topic, but I do agree that no matter what it is you come from, Mm-hmm. And that can be anything that can be poverty that can be, um, you know, um, any type of, um, handicap or I, I never want you to ever feel like you're limited because of who you are. No. Um, no, and I hope that you'll find the motivation around you mm-hmm. to never feel like you're in a box. Mm-hmm. And exactly. I know that it's not always easy. I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I think that we, it's always an example of somebody that's overcome those obstacles. Yes. And hope that you'll never ever tell yourself, I can't do this. I can't do this. Because I'm not I'm able this to do this. Because I'm yeah. not. Yeah. Because I can't no. I came from this city or mm-hmm. because I'm, you know, mm-hmm. I that's or one thing I still because my family was this or my family was that. I'll use my no. white privileged example, which is so stupid, but this is all I've got to go off of. Is when I was coming up in this business, I can't tell you how many people told me I could never work outside. I would never be successful outside the South because I have a Southern accent. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's kind of what I thought mm-hmm. was like, I would only apply for jobs in the South mm-hmm. because I felt like I just sounded way too Southern. I mean, that would, now that's, that's pretty limiting. If mm-hmm. I can only in this country, if I can only get a job in, you know, seven of the States. Yes felt pretty limiting, you know, Um, but I'm glad that I finally worked through that. Mm -hmm. And I am glad that I'm, you know, past that now. But if I listened to everybody else, right. That said, you'll never work outside of the South. Then I would never have gone to the experiences to Phoenix and San Diego, Mm -hmm. um, Maryland, Mm -hmm. you know, like I just, it wouldn't have happened. So you hope that's a very terrible story because it really is the poorest example of what we just said. But We'll go with it. All right. Uh, Cozy Earth Sheets are back on the podcast today. I hope that you have purchased them. And if you haven't, there's plenty of time, at least all through today, <laughs> at least <laughs> this week. You got all week to figure this out. Cozy Earth Sheets are the world's softest sheets. And I can tell you that they're the softest sheets I've ever slept on when it comes to any hotel, any uh, fancy person's house. Um, you know, you got that, that fancy friend, you go to their house and like, these are nice, but like mm-hmm. you're going to be the fancy friend. Like you are the fancy friend now when you get these sheets. Um, Oprah's favorite things now for four years in a row. So that alone, I think speaks volumes. Mom, do you want to give you a review of when you slept in my cozy or oh, sheets out here? Gosh, it was like sleeping on a cloud. They're so thin, but yet they're, you know, they're cooling, but they're comfortable and they feel so soft against your skin. Oh, they're marvelous. They're marvelous. That's, yeah. That's, and they I, I launder think beautifully too. They're great sheets. I'm mm-hmm. telling you. And I don't want you to miss out on this opportunity. A lot of you guys ask how long it's going to last. I don't know. I honestly don't know how long their contract is. I'm assuming I'm assuming through the end of this month, but through July, in case you're listening, you know, at delayed mm-hmm. time. But I hope you'll think about it. Cozy Air Sheets, so friggin' comfortable. They're made from bamboo. And right now, 40% off. So you're going to look at the price tag and you're going to be like, wow, that's not how much I'm used to paying for it target um <laughs> but what you're going to do is you're going to take that price take off 40 percent when you use the coupon code kramer 40 it's k-r-a-m-e-r-4-0 and then you're going to also get a 10-year warranty so you know for the next 10 years you're sleeping on the world's softest sheets and I, to me that's like the easier way to di- digest the price it's a little more luxury price tag right because you're like oh okay 10 years like i take that price for minus 40 percent divided by 10 
And there you go. Plus, you get a hundred night to sleep on these things. If you don't like, you can you can wash them. Like you know, there's no take, do live your normal life on these sheets. You know, please do, do what you gonna do. Do what you do. Do what you gonna do. Yeah, please don't please don't wait a hundred nights to wash these sheets. <laughs> um, wash them. If you don't love them after a hundred nights, they will pay the shipping to take them back and give you a full refund. So at least go check them out. See what you think. I can tell you, you will not be disappointed with these sheets. CozyEarth.com, CozyEarth.com. The promo code is Kramer40. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, we'll say hi to certified fans and thank you so much for being a part of this. Really, really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. uh, certified fans, mom, you want to explain what that is? Sure. They're the great people who contribute six $6 a month to help us keep the lights on. Um, yes. <laughs> they become a member of our certified fans page on Facebook. And we all get to know each other so much better on there. I just feel like I know all of you so well really does feel like my family. Um, it does. I know. It's a cool group. It's so cool. Uh, you get discounts on merch. You get bonus mama text. You get the, you're the first for any breaking news stories that Kramer feels are exciting and relevant. And you get a <laughs> shout out on a show and a, a Facebook shout out. Yep. So a lot of perks and just know you're supporting your podcast too. So thank you for doing that. We are mostly listener supported. So thank you. Uh, I love cozy earth, but they're not paying all the bills here. Um, so yeah, if you will consider joining text the word fans, F A N S to eight, eight, eight Kramer eight, we still need three people this month to join us. So hopefully you'll consider. And today what I want to do is Stacy, who's one of our friends that lives in Nashville. Mm -hmm. uh, she came over to us from the upside. Mm -hmm. She was a fan and then she wasn't a fan anymore, but she's back. Oh. So Stacy is back and we're like super happy to have her and she renewed her credit card and like everything was good to go. So oh, uh, I, I'm going to give her her proper uh, love for coming back. Thank you so much. Listen, I get it. Like times are tough. Please don't let your certified mama's boy donation tank your, um, your budget line mm -hmm. for the month. You know, I don't want to be the reason you, you miss out on a meal. Um, but for those of you that, you know, continue to support because this means something to you, it's going to keep this being produced for 24 episodes every single month. So for Stacy and those that have been here, well, it's all about Stacy. Stacy's about Stacy. Okay. Stacy. She came back. We appreciate her. Mom, let's give her a whoop whoop. Okay. Does she have a last initial and a number? And you know, I don't have it pulled up in front of me right now. We were just talking on Instagram today. So okay. it's All just right. Stacy. Stacy from Nashville. She'll know who she is. She'll know who she is. Okay. Whoop whoop to Stacy. We're glad Thank you're you, back. So happy to have you here. Yes. Text the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. And we'd love to give you some love on tomorrow's podcast. Be one of the three we need this month, please. Yes. Also, it's a, a voting period. Don't forget that every month we go up for the top spot in Podcast Magazine. If you text the word vote 
to 888-Kramer8. Text word vote to 888-Kramer8. You can also go in the show notes. There's a link over there. It's, oh, we've made it one click. It's pre-filled out for you. You just got to submit it, uh, type in your name, your email address, and then hit submit. And you have voted for Certified Mama's Boy. You can vote every single day. I do think there is some type of rigged <laughs> system here. Because, oh, again, we we pre-fill out. And I'm assuming most of you guys use that pre-filled out form because mm-hmm. we're all like to be make things easier for us. Uh-huh. So it's just bizarre to me that the three options that we fill out for you automatically, and you can always change these, but we assume that a lot of you guys want to support these three podcasts. It's this one, Certified Mama's Boy. It's Kramer and Jess Uncensored, which is my radio station one. And then it's the um, the Upside, which is our sister podcast. We're number one. The Upside's number three. Kramer and Jess Uncensored is number 17. I don't know. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> it makes me. no so, sense. And the month before it was 24. I'm like, I don't, mm-hmm. unless y'all aren't, I don't know. I'm going to do a little bit more recon, but anyway, it's super easy to vote and it's really easy and it costs you nothing. You know, if you don't have the extra six bucks a month, you may hopefully have a couple seconds to vote for certified mama's boy. So text the word vote V O T E to eight, eight, eight Kramer eight mom. That's going to do it for your section of the show today. <laughs> okay, I love you. honey. Love you forever. A moment in Kramer history. This is a moment in Kramer history, and in case you don't know, I am a radio disc jockey personality, <laughs> and I've been hosting morning shows for almost 20 years now, and I, we've, back in the day, y'all, we used to get away with so much wacky stuff that we just cannot do anymore. Um, we could probably actually do this topic. It wouldn't be too terribly bad, but these stories always make me laugh. Um, this, by the way, stands true. This clip is from 2009, and to this day, I still hate wearing clothes. And it still disadvantages me because you got to keep in mind now I live in a condo with basically all windows all the way across the front, and I have a whole audience now. Uh, so it's a different show, and I don't care. I'm at a point where I don't care. Anyway, you'll understand when we ask the question of who has seen you naked. All right, confession I have to make is I hate wearing clothes. I cannot stand wearing clothes. Like when I'm at home, 90% of the time, I am bare-bottomed. Gross. Yeah, I, I walk around the house naked. Like I just don't like to wear clothes. I don't. You have a glass front door. Too. I know. Good thing it's frosted. <laughs> oh, no. Don't ever just pop by Kramer's house. No, don't. Don't ever just come by. Don't ever just come by. <laughs> it's, it's been awkward before because Shannon's dad's come over before. Oh, my. And I've had to like run upstairs really fast and like <laughs> – I mean, no, it's bad, man. I don't know what it is, but like in the last like year, I've had this new thing where like I'll go home from work and I'll just take all my clothes off. <laughs> I never used to be this way, but for some reason, I think it's just so hot. Just, but isn't like, it cool in your house? Doesn't yeah, it get cold? No, it's great. It's great, man. So, oh, man. A, a little fact about me, I, I feel like you have to understand to make this story. Well, Holly is, is correct, and, and Miguel is too, that I have a glass front door, and, and, and part of it is frosted, but part of it's not. Right. So you can see right through my house. Yeah, I always peek in there when I'm at the door to see what's going on. <laughs> I know, and that's a problem. Well, now, I don't know. I don't have confirmation on this, because you can't confirm this kind of stuff, but yesterday, my neighbor was out in the yard, kind of, uh, he was using the hose, which is on the side of the house, and could see straight in the window, and I wasn't paying attention, and I was just sitting in there <laughs> watching TV. On the couch. <laughs> naked? Uh, and naked. Oh. And, but now, I, I wouldn't have thought anything about it. I wouldn't have thought one thing about it. But the problem was, 
we made eye contact at oh, one time. So no. I know I know that like it's all been exposed now. Oh, and gosh. that he has most likely seen me in all my glory. <laughs> like nobody except for people that I've dated before has seen anything no. like that before. And why me. should they really? Right? <laughs> and I can't like bring it up. But like I'm so scared. Like last night when we went to um when when Dixie picked up some groceries, mm-hmm. I seriously had to look outside to make sure she wasn't there anymore because I didn't want to face him face to face. Right. I don't want to I don't want to have a conversation because I don't know what to say. And yeah. especially if he's like a funny guy and he'll be like, so how's it hanging? But then again, like I, when I talked to, you know, cause I, was, I was having this mental breakdown last night about how embarrassed I was and I, I took it to Holly and she was like, whatever. Miguel's seen me naked before. Yes. <laughs> I'm what, sure. What? what and you gotta explain why this happened. Well, there have been several different occasions <laughs> and I think we're now at the point where I could possibly walk out naked and not really think anything of it. No. That's so weird to me. When has she, first has she seen you in, naked? Uh, I think no, no, very close to. Yeah, I'm pretty. I I keep pretty, pretty closed up tight. (laughs) Let me tell you, when Miguel comes out of the bedroom or the bathroom, he's got something over him like a shawl, like either a blanket, (laughs) like Grandma Johnson, or like a towel, or some sort of cover up. Always. I want to go ahead. What? I said the one time I did see Holly, um, in our apartment. Like, when you walk into the door, you immediately have to go up the stairs. Oh, my. And for some reason, Holly went downstairs, and she had a towel wrapped around her. Oh, my. And she was walking up the stairs, and I just happened to come around to the stairs to look and say something to her, and the front flap <laughs> of her <laughs> towel opened up, oh and my. I, woo, saw Everything, what God man. gave her downstairs. It's a little <laughs> embarrassing. Liz, you guys are like best friends, though. You know what I mean? Like Luckily, that, that, that helps a little out. bit. But see, it, it happens, though, with the windows. 230-W-I-L-N. 230-9456. I want to find out who has seen you naked that was not supposed to see you naked. Okay? Like, obviously, we understand if it's like a family member or like a relative. Maybe not even relatives are weird, man. Yeah. yeah but no, I want to find out who has seen you naked that was not supposed to see you naked at all. Because I want to hear the whole story behind it and how the whole thing went down. Because you think you'd be pretty safe with this, you know? You think you'd be pretty, you know cautious right so that nobody would see you right but things happen sometimes you throw caution to the wind every now and then casey hi hi so uh first off who was it um it was my ex-boyfriend's very 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 church like church going mother oh my yeah so give us a story now (laughs) it was embarrassing what happened so how did she how did she see you naked i was in his room and we were getting dressed after we were going to the beach. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. And he came in, and his mom followed him. Uh. <laughs> and his mom didn't know what to say. She just kind of looked at me like, uh, what are you doing in my my son's house? Oh, my God. Or my son's room, naked. Oh, now, gosh. Yeah, did, so did, what was the conversation like? Nothing. Oh. No, I was about to say, there's no she conversation. Just, like, she opened her eyes real big, and her mouth just dropped. Oh, God, it's so awkward, man. I may never be able to go naked again. I hate to say that, but it's true. Yeah. Um, 230-W-I-L-N. 230-9456. Who was not supposed to see you naked, but they did? What's up, Amanda? Hi. Um. So, me and my husband had been married for about six months. Yeah. Um, and we're military. Well, he is. And we're living in an apartment by ourselves. So most of the time we walked around naked. Sure. Why not, right? <laughs> um, so at this time we didn't have a bed in our bedroom. We slept in the living room. Okay. And I had a bad habit of kicking the covers off because I would get really hot. Mm-hmm. 
Well, a maintenance guy oh, walks on. into my apartment while I'm sleeping. Oh, my. Yeah. And there you are and, in the nude. Yeah. I didn't even really wake up until he came in. Oh, God. And he's just standing there. Ah. And he's, like, he sees me wake up because he was in shock. It was, like, right after he walked in the door. Oh, no. <laughs> and he just says, I'm sorry, and just walks back out. And I don't think that guy, I never saw that maintenance guy come into my apartment again. <laughs> he's probably, probably scared. He's probably in jail. Oh. Depends on how long he stood there before he actually said something, you I know? I don't know. That's so horrifying, though, because that's stuff you just can't help. And I'll tell you this. Once you start on the path of wearing, like, littler and littler clothing, it's hard to get back to to putting it, a lot of clothes what, on. I, at first, I went down to a t-shirt and boxers. Then I was like, let's get rid of the t-shirt. Let's yeah. get rid of the boxer. Then all of a sudden. It's yeah. what happens. There we were. Hi, Stephanie. Hi, how, how y'all doing? Good, how are you? I'm doing great. Good. So who, they weren't supposed to see you. Like, it wasn't like you walked out there, but it no. just... Absolutely you, not. Actually, um, I, uh, in high school, I used to sit with a group of friends, and there was like one guy in our friend, you know, our little group. Well, yeah. one summer, they came up to visit me while I was visiting my, visiting my mom to have my second surgery done. Yeah. And uh, we decided that we were going to go to the park and swim around on the lake. Well, all of us girls were getting dressed in my bedroom, and all of a sudden, the guy comes walking back to the bedroom trying to tell us something, and I was, like, completely stark um, naked. Oh, um, That's like a dream come true for him, by the way. I'm about to say, man. He's waiting for that day forever. Yeah. He's like, sweet, tricks coming up, man. I'm just going to walk back there accidentally. Exactly. That's the makings of a movie right there. Thank you for calling us. Uh, Let's talk really quick to Karen. Hey, Karen. Hi, Kramer. How are you? I have one for you. Okay. Um, This happened this past 4th of July. Oh, my. Um, We were having a picnic, and my father was getting ready to get in the pool, and uh, my sister-in-law were coming over for 4th of July, and my dad decided to uh, not come inside and change, and uh, my sister-in-law was getting ready to walk outside, and my dad dropped his drawers right there to put his swimsuit on. Oh, gross! (laughs) That's Gross, gross, gross! Who wants to see... Oh, oh that's no. the worst one possible. You never want to see parents naked. No, no. no. And, and, well, oh. it's, it's, you know, in law, you know. Yeah. Oh, especially. You can't look at them the same now, you know. I was to say, it's going to be awkward forever. You can never live that kind of stuff down, ever. I mean, when that's he passes right. you the turkey at Thanksgiving, you're just going to see his manhood. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. that night. <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I hope you're feeling good. That's the priority for me is that you're feeling good. Appreciate you being here today. Um, we will come back tomorrow with an Ask My Mom and do our typical Thursday thing. Just appreciate, listen, I never mean to offend. I never want you to feel like you can't be here. I'm not going to say you're always going to feel comfortable because we're going to challenge each other and we're going to hear other people's points of views, but I never want to feel like you, you, you don't feel safe being here. Does that make sense? I hope so. Have a great Wednesday. See you back here tomorrow. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.